Matzah is the special bread that we eat on Passover. You can actually eat it all year round, but it is not fulfilling a commandment. When you eat matzah on Passover, you are fulfilling one of God's commandments. So what is matzah? Matzah is like a cracker. Very simple ingredients, flour and water. You may have seen matzah on the kosher sections throughout the supermarkets and square boxes. Those are machine-made matzah. And for Passover, there are handmade matzah, which are round, and they're literally made by hand, that individuals roll the dough out in the, personally, and then personally put it in the oven and take it out of the oven, etc. And we'll talk about that, the difference between machine-made matzah or handmade matzah. But what is matzah? So let's take a journey back 3,300 years ago. The Jewish people were enslaved in Egypt for 210 years. Finally, Moses arrives when God heard the cries and the prayers of the Israelites who have been suffering for 210 years. All the prayers did not go in vain, but God heard their prayers and answered, sent Moses to Pharaoh to let my people go. Over the course of 10 different plagues until Pharaoh finally relented and allowed the Jewish people to leave Egypt en masse. There were about 3 million Jewish people who left Egypt. So there was a lot of people, 3 million people leaving. As they were leaving, they were rushing to leave. As they were rushing out of Egypt, they were going so fastly, so swiftly, that the bread that they were preparing didn't have time to rise, that it just remained a flat cracker so the bread did not rise thus was created the concept of matzah so matzah is a bread that has not risen matzah is a cracker made from the same ingredients flour and water with no yeast or no rising agent and the reason why we eat matzah and passover is to remind us of the exodus so it is a great way to commemorate and to celebrate and to relive the Exodus. And that is through eating this matzah as we have done for 3,300 years. Now for matzah to qualify as matzah, it needs to be a mixture of flour and water. And it needs to come out of the oven within 18 minutes. Because once flour and water sits longer than 18 minutes, then it begins to rise on its own. So to prevent that, we hastily make this matzah so that it should not rise. This matzah has several names. So let me share with you from mysticism, from the book of the Kabbalah, when it refers to matzah, it has two distinct names to it. It says the matzah is food of faith. Matzah is also called 
food of healing. That yes, when a person eats matzah during Passover, it gives him, it nourishes him with an amazing amount of faith. And it also brings a healing to its body. Now there are 613 commandments that's recorded that needs to be observed. There are very few of the commandments that we actually ingest, that we actually eat, that we process, that it becomes one of us. Matzah is one of those commandments that we actually say two blessings on it on the night of Passover and we eat it. We basically take this holy bread, known also as the bread of affliction, because it reminds us of the 210 years of affliction in Egypt. This is bread that is matzah, that has symbolism of holiness to it. When we say these two blessings, we are bringing down, drawing down God's spirit into the matzah. And then when we eat the matzah, we are transforming, we are ingesting, we are processing this holiness to become one with our body. Yes, we become one with the matzah once we eat the matzah. So this is a very unique concept of taking something spiritual and bringing it into our physical body and eating it and transforming it into energy that stays with us forever. And that is the power of matzah. It's the power of the redemption. It's the power of recognition, of appreciation, of the suffering that we have been through and the exodus that God has given us. That's why matzah is considered a holy bread. There's so much symbolism to it. In addition to being a food of faith and a food of healing, matzah also has a great representation. When the Jewish people left Egypt, we spent 210 years in terrible, bitter slavery. And now we're on our way out. We're making our way to Mount Sinai to receive the Torah that was a gift to the world for a new world order. This is a journey that the world has gone through. There has never been a Bible, there's never been any commandments presented to the world as was on the Revelation on Mount Sinai. The Bible, the five books of Moses, is a manual that teaches us how to function in this world, how to coexist, how to respect, how to love, how to respect the land, how to respect each other, how to respect our parents, and a, a, a journey that becomes meaningful. And that was the gift of the Torah to the world. It's basically a code of ethics and morals. It's a judicial system that the world needed so badly. After 2,448 years void of that, the world needed a change so that the world can grow the way it has in the last 3,300 years. Part of that journey is self-refinement. That we as human beings, as we develop in life, we develop different traits, good, bad, and ugly. We have instincts 
that lead us in bad directions. We have natural reflexes that need to be controlled. And that is what matzah helps us with. The difference between matzah and regular bread, matzah is flat. Regular bread has risen, rises tall compared to the flat cracker of a matzah. What that represents is our ego. An ego that we all have. Some of us have a healthy ego and some of us has an ego that gets the worst of ourselves. Matzah teaches us humility, humbleness, and to understand that our ego needs to be in check, that we need to be humbled. We need to have humility as flat as the matzah to make room for the other person, to make room for the other person's opinion, to respect others, to love others, to allow others to have their own boundaries. Ego can be very dangerous for humanity. And much grief and disagreement and separations of families and individuals, all because of a person's ego. Comes Passover teaches us that the journey out of Egypt to receiving the Torah needs to go through a journey of matzah. We need to humble ourselves. We need to remember humility. And we need to remember that we always have to make room for the next person. That, yes, it's good to have a healthy ego to feel good about yourself. But at the same time, you need to remember humility and humbleness. And that is what matzah represents us every year when we eat the matzah. It talks to us. It talks to us about the slavery. It talks to us about the pain and suffering. It talks to us about the exodus to freedom. And it also talks to us about our own self-refinement, working on ourselves, working on our ego to bring it down to the level of a matzah, of humbleness and humility. So matzah has been around for 3,300 years. In more modern day, um, you may have seen it on the shelves, Menashevitz, um started in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and they mass produce matzah. And it became a sought-after product, not just for Jewish people, but interestingly, merchants who traveled needed food that will not spoil. And it's one thing about matzah, matzah does not spoil. It's just flour and water. Its shelf life is a very, it's the longest time compared to bread. And many merchants, Jewish and non-Jewish, would sought after Manashevitz, matzah, to keep it with them so they'll have food that will last for them for their long journeys. Matzah comes in various forms. The flat machine-made matzah that you find in the supermarket shelf. And then, as I mentioned, the handmade matzah is called shimura matzah. These are matzah that's made in a specific bakery with no machinery involved. All human beings from the beginning of the mixture of the flour and the water. As a matter of fact, even before the flour is flour, they go out to the wheat fields to inspect the stalks to make sure that the grain has not leavened. And then they 
they use the particular stalks of flour and they supervise the mill as it turns the grain into a flour and then the flour finally arrives at the bakery and there are two separate rooms a room where there's water another room where there's flour and in between is the mixer so the window opens up and they pour in the flour and the other one pours in the water and the mixer mixes it up quickly and then passes it on to a table where about 20 or 30 kneaders are waiting to knead the dough and to roll it into a matzah. All this process has to happen within 18 minutes. After the kneaders and the rollers roll out the matzah, then the matzah is put on wooden dowels and then there is a machine that makes holes that's that a person rolls this machine this uh, non-electronic machine that puts holes in this round matzah so that it shouldn't rise and then it's put back on the dowel and then someone takes the dowel with about 10 matzahs that's hanging on it puts it into a super hot wood burning cold burning oven and then the baker, within seconds, is able to flip the matzahs around and take them out and package them for sale. That is the journey of handmade matzah. It is a great tradition for Passover purposes to eat handmade matzah because it resembles as close as possible to the original matzah. It is on the, on the market always available to purchase handmade matzah. It's called shmura. Shmura means matzah that was guarded. And a play of the words are that when you eat matzah that was guarded, the matzah will guard you as well. So now you know what matzah is all about. Make it a priority to find matzah, whether it's handmade or machine-made. Find yourself some kosher matzah for Passover. Eat this holy food so that you can nourish your soul so that you can experience what we experienced 3,300 years ago. And we pray and hope that we should be able to experience the ultimate exodus speedily in our days. God bless you. God loves you.